You're listening to Wealth at Work, a show designed to help advisors think, make decisions, and cast a vision to create a business for the future. Hosted by financial planner, author, speaker, and CEO of Advisor2x, Ross Marino. Welcome to the Wealth at Work show. Today, I am joined by Petros. Hello, Petros. Good morning. How are you doing today, Ross? I am great. I'm so glad to have you on the show today. I know you're with IntelliSense and you work with some really great people. Some of the best people in our industry work with IntelliSense, in my opinion, and you have a special role there as well. But before we dive in, why don't you do a quick intro for yourself? Sounds great, Ross. Thank you much. And thank you very much for uh, for having me. I'm excited for Wealth at Work. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm a financial consultant with IntelliSense Investment Solutions. Uh, we're an investment advisory firm focused predominantly on the workplace retirement plan space, but increasingly also making uh, making financial planning really that next uh, employee benefit as well, uh, recognizing that for the vast majority of Americans, the workplace is the center of their financial lives. So we're doing everything that we can to empower American workers and capitalize on those opportunities. Uh, beyond IntelliSense, I'm also an equity partner and shareholder in a few closely held uh, third-party administration and record-keeping businesses. Uh, so because of that, uh, we've been exposed to all aspects of really the uh, uh, the retirement services space uh, in our industry. Now, I've been in the industry for a long time like you. I love tech. I'm fascinated by tech. There's no way I would get up and talk about AI and chat GPT, but you not only just geek out about it, you've got to have some connection to it. So you know, what is the story on how you became interested with this stuff? So I love technology. My entire adult life has just been a, a fascinating tool that we've been able to incorporate in, into our businesses. And um, I'm, I'm relatively late, admittedly, in the financial consulting space. I only became a member of the team through IntelliSense as a financial consultant since 2018. But I've been involved in the broader retirement services space since the early 2000s. And really, again, it was through the third-party administration and record-keeping businesses. And Ross, no doubt, as you're well aware, having been in this space for a while, the, the nature of record-keeping operations has evolved measurably uh, over the years. In my assessment today, record-keepers increasingly are financial technology companies. Technology has to be at the forefront of what record-keepers do. Uh, the it, It's much more than just tracking the dollars and cents. Obviously, that's paramount, but it's providing really a good technology-forward solution for retirement plan participants that allow them to to really capitalize on all aspects of their financial life with with retirement being, you know, at, the, at that forefront. So to that end, uh, technology has played an important role in the record-keeping services space. Our firm, even as an independent record-keeper, has increasingly been adopting new technologies to support uh, the client experience and, uh, and help to influence favorable participant outcomes. To be candid, artificial intelligence, the role of chat GPT, and other AI bots are just the next evolution in that technology value chain to provide better outcomes to participants in the future. And when I hear next evolution, you know, it makes me wonder, and I think I know the answer to it, but I want someone qualified to actually describe it. We already have chat. I go to websites, I see chat. Chat has been out there for a while. So I remember hearing chat GPT and I thought, well, is that an upgrade? Is it an improvement? So, you know, I'd love to know from your perspective, is it just a better version of chat or are we talking about something completely new and different here? It's a fantastic question. We've had chat bots for quite some time. In fact, we've had machine learning for quite some time and we've had the ability for uh, for uh, systems themselves to refine and to adapt based on machine learning capabilities. What we're talking about, however, with chat GPT is something, it is in fact, fundamentally 
new. It is a form of, of artificial intelligence that goes above and beyond just a conventional chat bot that's been plugged into, uh, into a website. So the conventional role of chatbots might be to have a series of, uh, uh, of prompts that are configured as part of the system uh, based on, on a wide range of, of user needs, such as uh, account password resets and how to respond to, uh, to some of uh, those routine queries that a person may have when they're interacting with, uh, with a web platform through, through chat capabilities. ChatGPT is different, uh, very much so, uh, in terms of its underlying architecture and the capabilities that, uh, that it can deliver to end users because the system is adapting based on user prompts in fundamentally real time. So an individual that's interacting with ChatGPT, for instance, could prompt the system in a way to refine, let's say, a marketing communication or to refine a financial plan for, uh, for a client. Uh, ChatGPT also has the ability through a more advanced feature, a premium feature that's now available to ingest external data files, such as data files or workbooks uh, or, uh, uh, or documents, and then offer analysis of the information that's being provided. You could think of ChatGPT really as uh, having today fulfilling the role of analysts within a financial consulting firm. Uh, and there's no doubt in my mind, some of the more sophisticated tasks that financial consultants do when it comes to more advanced planning, when it comes to uh, asset allocation, uh, when it comes to really moving the needle in terms of participant outcomes uh, is really going to accelerate as a result of this capability. It's going to be fascinating where it goes. I, I'd imagine the the people that are deep in this right now have a million different ideas of we could do this and what if we could do that. I'm sure you have to figure out where to start. So from your perspective, what do you see companies doing right now that they're currently trying to implement? And that's a great question. The, the quick hits in terms of incorporating chat GPT is to help refine communication. In my assessment, any organization can do this today. Uh, chat GPT is a, a technology platform through a company named OpenAI. And what OpenAI has done uh, is to offer a version of ChatGPT available to the masses really at, at no cost. Uh, so you could use that platform today, the no-cost platform, to help refine your communications before sending off an email if you're questioning how it was phrased or uh, maybe the intended outcome of the communication. Running it through ChatGPT to help refine the correspondence could certainly be beneficial. If you're preparing marketing documentation that's going to go out to the masses, maybe a new services brochure and the like, running the copy through ChatGPT to help with refining uh, refining the communication for the intended audience would be a significant value driver. Those types of things are available today and anyone can capitalize on for virtually no cost. And then obviously there's more advanced capabilities. Uh, if you wanted to pay for a more premium version of this technology platform today, as I mentioned, you have the ability to uh, to drop files into the system to help support real-world analytics on a wide range of, uh, uh, of data points, everything from macroeconomic factors and how that might impact a particular investment thesis uh, to financial planning uh, for an individual client. So for organizations in the financial consulting world that may employ economists on staff, again, this becomes an extension of the economist's analytical team. So if the economist before might have had an analyst or two supporting uh, supporting them, uh, now that anal that uh, economist can rely instead on Chat GPT to help support and refine uh, some of um, uh, some of the work they do uh, as they're providing 
uh, they're providing macroeconomic research and information to clients that may impact a particular investment thesis. So there's there's everything from from relatively modest capabilities available for for people and organizations to just get started with this technology platform, all the way to much more sophisticated set of needs. And as an organization is evolving, there's questions that they need to ask about how they're going to be integrating this technology. You get into some real world questions about ethics and the capabilities that uh, that touch upon uh, uh, personal private information and how best to uh, to consider those factors when utilizing technology such as this. So su suffice it to say, there's going to be a lot of difficult questions organizations and, and frankly governments as well from a regulatory perspective are going to need to address uh, in the, the months and years to come. Uh, but make no mistake, this tool is here, and it is going to be disruptive across all businesses, all industries. And you just mentioned regulatory and some other issues, and, uh, and that was the question that was stewing in my head is, it's so powerful and there's so much you can do, there's obviously going to be some challenges along the way. So what do you think are some of the roadblocks to companies trying to integrate this? Well, certainly if you're already in a heavily regulated space, as we are in the financial services sector, there's going to be real-world considerations about client data, uh, comfort with client data being ingested into chat GPT and, and how best to secure and, 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 and safeguard uh, client data. So that's something that organizations are going to need to address. And I suspect in our world, we're going to get some guidance on that probably from the SEC uh, in, in the years to come. In fact, I believe this is now a regulatory priority for the Securities and Exchange Commission uh, and, and certainly other regulatory agencies of, of the government as well. Until that happens, I think we're going to need to do our best to, again, as, as fiduciaries, uh, keep the client's best interest at the forefront. So if we're confident that utilizing this tool in a particular way is going to lead to better client outcomes and it's going to uh, keep the client's best interest at the forefront, then, then let's utilize the tool in a prudent way to accomplish those objectives. Uh, but certain organizations are probably going to take a more conservative approach than, than others with respect to how widespread uh, these chatbots, including ChatGPT, are going to be utilized. Uh, but for, for certainly for, uh, for use cases where personal private data is not necessary, like again, macroeconomic analysis or more general analysis of a particular client, but where you're not necessarily disclosing social security number, uh, address, and, and things that may give away the identity of a person, then certainly utilizing the tool in that fashion, I would not view as presenting any ethical challenges or, uh, or issues for organizations today. Um, but again, compliance officers are going to have a heavy lift here, certainly. Uh, and people involved in the, the compliance process for organizations are going to need to start paying attention and, and providing good guidelines to teams internally about how best to utilize these tools, at least until we get regulatory clarity. Yeah, it's good. It's going, be, it's going to be fascinating to see where this all goes, the speed at which it goes. I'm, I'm really curious to see how that happens. And I know during your session, you're going to talk about where all this is going. Uh, we're not going to do that today, but anybody who attends your session, like me, we're going to get to hear a little more of that. So Petros, thanks for being on the show today. We look forward to seeing you at the conference. Ross, I'm truly excited to uh, to be speaking on this topic. Thank you again for having me today. And I would certainly encourage anyone interested in learning more, show up at this session. Thank you for listening to Wealth at Work. The information covered and posted represents the views of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Advisor2x. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.